So no more average isn't about not being average. No more average is changing your circle, your, your circle, your social environment, and experiencing averageness at just a new level. Seven years ago, I started my first business and made my first million dollars within 18 months. I took that knowledge that allowed me to experience freedom and I share it with others so that way they can experience their success. Now I own and operate the fastest growing marketing agency in the nation. I write books, I speak on stages across the country, I'm surrounded by the top 1% of business owners, and it's because of one understanding. To win in life, you just need to be better than you were yesterday. Welcome to Progress Daily with Andy Ardea. All right, so welcome back to another episode. Super excited to have you be here today. Today we're going to focus on personal development. Let me share with you the five areas in your life that you need to be great in. These specific five areas, if you understand each single area, okay, if you understand each area and you put a process and for you to be great in these areas, your life will not be the same from your own self. And in addition to that, the people that are around you will see the change in your life. You know, I wrote the book, the internationally acknowledged book, No More Average. And when I wrote this book specifically, it was about experiencing a preeminent stage. Oxford language is defined preeminent as in surpassing all others in a very distinguished way. Meaning that you got people over here and you're over over here. I mean, you're off the charts. You're off the screen. I'm talking about in your finances, in your life, in, in so many areas, you're living abundantly. But the question is, how do we experience that? In order for you to experience a change, you need to know in what area you need to make the change in. So the first change that you, the first thing that you, the first area that you got to focus on is up here. Understand like we are a living, like we're a body and you see that there are people in the world, there are people in the world that don't have arms. So in order for you to live, you don't need your arms. We're on the same page with that, right? Now you understand that in the world, there are people without legs. We don't know this. You and I know this. So there, you don't need your legs in order to live. And you, and you know that there are people who are blown off their shoulders. You know, uh, thank you for everyone who has gone into the military. Some people have lost their shoulders, lost different parts of their body. But what you need in order to be alive is a couple things. Number one, you need your mind. You need your, you need your brain. And number two, you need your heart. Okay? Not necessarily in that order. So the first thing that drives our body is going to be our mind. So the first area of life to, that you really got to focus on personally developing is going to be your mental, like your mind. This is one of the most important driving forces to success, to living an abundant life is the way we think. If you can think in a progressive manner that allows you to push forward and experience preeminence, meaning that you are surpassing others, you will live an unrecognizable life from your friends, from your family. Look, I remember when I was young and I said to my mom, I said, Mom, I want to buy a car. I'm ready, Mom. I want to buy a car and I want to I wanna be, you know, independent. I want to be on my own. I want to be independent. And my mom said to me, Andy, you don't have to buy a car. You can, you, you can drive mine. And I was like, man, I know 
in my heart of hearts, I want this to experience this freedom with having a car. I'm talking about, you know, I was 14 years old. By 15 years old, I already purchased my car. I already had the money. I didn't even have a license. I didn't have a permit. Um, or, but I, already, I was driving uh, my car. I had a car. And I saw my friends, and I completely surpassed my friends in this area of life, in this certain place of freedom that I was able to drive, even though I didn't have a license. I was able to surpass the people that I was around. That's an experience of preeminence. So how do we get our mind in gear? You want to write this down. Educate yourself. Educate yourself on the different systems and processes that allows you to surpass others, that allows you to get out of averageness. Okay, that's going to be area number one. Number two, we want to talk about social. you like the people that's around you. See, I come from an impoverished area on the hood, on the East Coast. Now, I, 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 I was raised in the smallest state in the country, which is Rhode Island. And I was raised in the smallest city in that state. Like my entire city was one mile long, one square mile. So that means from one end to the other, I can run a whole mile, walk a whole mile, I'll leave the city. So you're talking about a city with one or two gas stations, you know, one Wendy's. Uh, that was our, our, like the biggest restaurant, like Wendy's, fast food. Like that was the biggest restaurant. I worked there. My friends worked there. I gave my friends jobs there. That's where we ate. That's where we hung out. We're talking about a small city here. One Wendy's, one Walgreens, and uh, one, of, one high school, like one of everything, right? Uh, no colleges in the, in the city, by the way, okay? And what I recognize is that this area is crabs in a bucket. Do you know what I mean by crabs in a bucket? Crabs in a bucket essentially just means that when one crab, if you actually put multiple crabs in a bucket, as one crab is trying to climb out of the bucket, the way that the other crabs think that they can get out of the bucket is by pulling that one crab down and climbing on top. So is this, is this, is this like a... Uh, cycle of crabs pulling one down, climbing on top to try to get out, and pulling one down, and they keep on doing that. That's crabs in a bucket. So my environment was crabs in a bucket. So I knew that if I wanted to experience growth, I needed to leave my area. So one area for you to develop is going to be your social environment, okay? Your social environment. First of all, and let me share with you how, how to even do this. Like, when I did this, I had a mentor. So you want to write that down. Get a mentor. Get someone. I mentor hundreds of people. I actually have a mentorship program where I get on a Zoom call, for example. I get on a Zoom call, and I put specific people who are thriving and growing in their business together. We get together virtually, okay? Some of my mentorship programs are monthly. Some of them are, are weekly. We get together virtually, and I bring top high-performing business owners together to mastermind on their challenges, and, and then I support them by putting strategies into their business. So that way they can grow at a rapid pace and, and like skip the hiccups. So for me, getting the mentor, this is what that looked like. I'm 17, 18 years old, and I get a job, okay? I get a job at Metro PCS. Now, Metro PCS is a telecommunications company. They were right under T-Mobile. They, we sell cell phones. So I get a job. And true story, as I'm working at the front desk of one of the locations that I got hired in, a black guy walks into the store. And I'm by myself in the store. And a black guy walks in. He's bald, got his earrings in, and he was on his phone. He's just looking down on his phone, and he just walks by me. And I'm looking at this guy walking by me, and I'm like, yo, if this is how we're getting robbed, I mean, this is the most confident guy on how he's robbing us right now, okay? 
So he just walks in the back, and I'm like, uh, I didn't want to say hello. I'm thinking that he's going to come and just grab the money. So I'm just like, hey, man, do what you got to do, man. Say my money. Just do what you got to do. And he just walks past me, goes into the office in the back. So he doesn't even come for the register. goes to the office in the back. I'm thinking we're getting robbed. This phone's back there. The inventory's back there. I'm nervous. I'm scared. He's like, he just walks by. He just goes and gets, goes to the back. And I'm like, man, you know what? I can't deal with this, man. I can't do this. I I mentally just said, I again, take everything, man. And I go to the back a few moments later. And the office manager happens to be sitting down on the computer doing like payroll and stuff like that. And now Metro PCS is a large company, but this was a franchise of maybe 10 to 15 locations at the time. And so I go to the office manager. I say, who's this black guy just walked in? And she looks at me. Mind you, everyone that I've been working with is white. So then what I said to her, I said, who's this black guy that walks in? And she says to me, Andy, he's the owner. He owns the spot. He owns the place. I said, what? A black guy owns this business? That's crazy. So it was in that moment, like instantly, like I'm talking about within moments, instantly, everything shifted for me. Everything shifted for me mentally. Because from where I came from, my environment told me, hey, don't try to open up a business. Success is not for you where you come from. College dropout is, reg- is, is, is regular. You know, uh, uh, black men with multiple kids and multiple women, uh, multiple kids, multiple women, and never married, like, that's normal. And then I see this guy come in, looks like me, and completely changed my mindset. So his name was James, and I said, James, would you mentor me? He mentored me, and we ended up becoming business partners, and we owned uh, cell phone stores together, and that's where I made my first million. So one of the areas that you must focus on in changing is your social dynamics, like the people that you are around, so that way you can progress, right? Naturally, we as humans, naturally, we as humans just want to be average. True story. Even if you read my book, No More Average, you go to nomoreaveragebook.com, you can get my book. No More Average, where I talk about getting mentorship. I talk about this story, and I go in detail. And that's nomoreaveragebook.com. So when, in my book, No More Average, I talk about this, this situation here, and I go into more detail. So what I recognize is that we as humans, we want to be average. We want to be normal in our environment. We want to be uh, accepted with our peers. That's normal, and that is okay. You don't have to fight that. That's not something that you got to fight. But what you got to create is a process or a system that allows you to still progress over your, you know, your social environment and still be normal. So no more average isn't about not being average. No more average is changing your circle, your, your, circle, your social environment and experiencing averageness at just a new level. So when I was 18 and I was hanging around drug dealers and thugs, then I started hanging out with uh, business owners and millionaires. It was natural that my income like climbed. My income grew. So you expect that if you spend time with millionaires, your income is going to boom, boom, grow. Go to the next level. Push. Experience numbers you've never experienced before. If you hang out with people at the gym, guess what's going to happen when you, go to, when you start hanging out with people at the gym? Boop, your body's going to change. You start hanging around with married men or married women. 
Your, your mindset about relationships will change. Okay? Your mindset about relationships are going to change. All right? So how do you do this? Number one, you want to get a mentor. Someone in that social circle that's in that predicament that you're saying, hey, I want to be just like you. I want to be, I want to, I want to look like you. I want to experience the wins that you have. So get a mentor. Number two, involve yourself in the circle by any means, whatever it takes. Bamwit, B-A-M-W-I-T. Bamwit, involve, your, involve yourself in that circle by any means, whatever it takes. So that could be, uh, like, for example, I pay to get into circles. I invest. I invest my hard-earned money to get into different circles. And next thing you know, I'm making more money. How is that possible? How is that possible? Like I pay, for example, if I paid four or $5,000 to get into a circle, to get into an environment, and I'm with other players that pay four or $5,000 to get into that specific environment, naturally what ends up happening two months later, a month later, uh, a year later, those relationships are in a place where they can invest with me too. You make your money back. So it's about getting into a different social environment. Okay, get a mentor, do whatever it takes to change your social environment. Now, typically, it's going to get uncomfortable to change your, your social environment. It's going to be weird to get into a different social environment. Why is it going to be weird? Well, the reason why it's going to be weird is because it's not your norm. It's not normal for you. But how do you change your norm? You push yourself through it. Because in, in a, a different episode, I was talking about the commitment period. Where any time you take on a new venture, you do something new, the first couple of months, the first couple of weeks, the first couple of years, there's this period of challenge where things are just not normal. And once you pass that, that's when you experience affluence, which is like growth. You experience this, this tremendous amount of growth, like this push into uh, a new dimension of how life could be for you. So you change your social circle, expect new results to come into your life, okay? Expect new results. Third place of the personal development, third area that you got to be a winner at, you're spiritual. You're spiritual. If you believe in God, you believe in aliens, you believe in, I don't know, acoustic foam, whatever you believe in. It's not to disrespect anyone. I, I do recognize that there are multiple beliefs. Me, I'm God-fearing. I'm a God-fearing Christian. And what I recognize is that once you get right with your spiritual, you get right with your higher being. Now, I don't think there is like a, a term, like I've, I'm saying get right, but I don't think there is the opportunity to like get right. It's more of a relationship. Once you have a relationship with your higher calling, a higher being, now you can be guided into a direction of something that's bigger than you. You see, if you're stuck on just thinking that it's all about you, your results in life are going to be limited. Because you can only go so far mentally just by yourself. You can only go so far. You can't push and push and push by yourself because your limits are imposed on you. But if you can look at yourself with the limits of your higher being, then your higher being's limits are created in you, which your higher being limit is unlimited. Like I know God can create massive things. So when I think about a young entrepreneur at 12 with a lemonade stand to running a multi-million dollar organization, the gap is so far. Like, it is impossible for a 13-year-old or a 12-year-old 
kid to be thinking that and then looking at little Andy now and saying, "Woo, this is impressive, like where I once was to where I am now. And then also because I know that it's true, where I'm going, oh, man, you should just call me Billy. <laughs> call me Billy. Call me Billy for billionaire. <laughs> because I know where I'm going. I know where I'm headed. And I know every stage has a learning process for what I'm, what I'm becoming. The current stage that I have is simply a learning process for where I am, for who I am becoming. It's not about the, the achievements that I receive. It's about who I'm becoming. Who I was last week is not even who I am today. Real stuff. I'm more disciplined this week. And I'm continuing that discipline. I'm growing. I'm a, I'm a better partner in my relationship. I'm a better leader. Just this week, in the stuff that I've learned last week, just this week I'm a better leader, a better person in my relationship, a better partner to be with, um, I'm just a better person overall. I love myself more this week than I did last week. And next week is probably going to be the same because I'm consistently developing and working on myself. Okay? Fourth area that you got up improving to be the winner, like the winner, winner, chicken dinner. The fourth area is going to be your emotional status. Look, I see this post on social media, and I mean, it's true. If you're constantly reacting to things, if you're consistently reacting, you're always going to be a victim to your circumstances. And here's what I mean. There's a difference between reaction and response. Reaction is based off emotion. Response is based off your mental. That's why we started off with your mindset first. Because how you respond to things will dictate the outcome. How you react to things will dictate the outcome. So here's what I mean. I was reading a book yesterday, okay? One of my mentors, uh, Curtis Jackson, Curtis 50 Cent Jackson, coming from an impoverished area, become, becomes a media mogul. And one of his stories in his book was talking about the rapper Nas. Now, the rapper Nas, what he would do is he kept the same social circle. He kept the same people around him that he grew up from the hood. So Nas is from Queens, New York. So Nas grew up from people from grew up around people in the hood and he got an opportunity to expand out of the hood through music. Now Nas went to an event at the uh, at Central Park in New York and he brought the whole hood with him because like hey, this is huge opportunity, this huge event. And he brought the whole hood with him, and the whole hood is, is, is at this event. Now, what ends up happening is when you bring the hood, when you bring this environment of uh, people who are thugs come from a certain environment, what ends up happening is that they fight. Any, any discussion that, that opposes each other, they can't handle it with response. They can't handle it verbally, so they fought. They fought, physically fought. Now, Nas's group is over here in the, in the, in the background, in the backstage fighting, the promoters of the event kicked Nas and his group out. So Nas wasn't even able to perform. Like the, the police had to come. Nas was not even able to perform. So if one person says something to the other person and they get into a fight, that's a reaction. Not recognizing what the consequence is going to be, which by consistently doing this, this completely affected Nas's rap career. Okay? Completely affected his rap career. Completely. Okay? Now Curtis Jackson sees this. And now, based on that specific situation, Curtis Jackson recognized that I cannot react to certain things. I must simply respond. 
And response is with thought, is how you think, is, is the, the, your thought process and recognizing how you, or the actions that you take, what the outcome will end up being. So in that same situation, if the person who got into the fight, if they chose not to react based on emotion, but they chose to respond saying, hey, instead of me getting into a fight with you, because if we fight, the outcome is going to end up being, hey, we're getting kicked out. But if I tell you how I truly feel about the scenario and I come to you educated, then the the consequence is that we're going to stay in the event and we're going to be able to, 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 to do the rap song. So the outcome can change based on how you either react or respond. So understand your emotions. You see the top business leaders. I'm talking about the top business leaders. They can negotiate against each other. That's okay. And no one throws a fork. No one throws a knife. No one throws water at, you know, at the dinner table. When, when the top negotiations are taking place. Why? It's because the people who are at the top have developed themselves emotionally. So once you decide to develop yourself emotionally and you can withstand challenges, success is inevitable. Because when we look at business, when we look at challenges of life, once we, excuse, once we experience challenges of life, if you can go through these challenges, the more challenges you can go through, the more you can grow overall. So d- develop your area of emotions. Last thing is going to be physical. Get yourself physical. Write this down. I want you to write this down if you have a notepad. Energy is a choice. Energy is a choice. The biggest question I get is how am I able to wake up at 3 a.m., hit the gym at 4, go work out, get to the office by 8.30, right? I already get my goals out there. Get to the office by 8.30. Start banging out at the office, do content like this, push, then do a mentorship call at 7 o'clock at the office, end the mentorship call by 8.30, go home, do another workout, spend time with my partner, my relationship, go to bed to just do it all over again. How can someone operate from 3 to 9.30? How is that possible? Pushing. Get in bed by 10, boom, and do it all over again. Energy is a choice. But it is going to take consistent practice, consistent practice and keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing. So we have five areas that you got to really dominate in right now. Five areas. Number one is going to get your mind right. Invest into personal development. Continue listening. Down below, click subscribe. Subscribe to this content where I'm going to every single week, I'm going to be pushing out content like this every single week on my YouTube, my Facebook, and my social media accounts. I'm going to be pushing account, content like this. All right. Change your social environment, your circle. The closest five friends that you spend time with, they're going to be able to dictate your future, okay? When I was dealing with, when I was hanging out with people in the streets, oh, man, I fear going to jail every day. I fear, I fear getting pulled over for something every day. And there were times where I got pulled over and had a little something, something in the trunk. Times I got pulled over, had a little something, something in the back seat, sweating, sweating, so I was so scared. That I ended up, that, that my energy went to how do I convince police not to search me? I, I learned all the tricks. You know, I'll tell you one of the tricks. You know, when a cop pulls you over, what I used to do, my car had tinted, tinted windows. What I used to do, especially at night, put all the windows down. I remember one time I got pulled over, had, uh, had uh, uh, four, four passengers with me. I'm driving, had four passengers with me. Three people in the back, one on my right, one in the front. 
I told my pastor exactly what to do. I said, shut up. Do not speak to the police. I will take care of everything. Don't speak to the police. And I remember we just came from a party. And in the, in the car, this was like, I'm talking about like seven and a half years ago, okay? We just come from a party. And what ends up happening is that it's snowing outside. I put all the windows down, regardless. And I remember someone said, Andy, it's snowing outside. And I said, yeah, but I ain't trying to get in trouble, okay? Put all the windows down. Put the, the the lights the lights on, and I already have my glove like my glove compartment open with my with my license and my insurance before the cop even gets here, and I take responsibility for everything. Sorry, officer, that's my fault. Hey man, I remember this one time I got pulled over for double backing. Really, I just did a U turn on the street, and they said, "Hey man, I saw you do a U turn. Do you not want to know where you're going?" And that's why I got it pulled over for. I said, "I'm sorry, man, it's my fault. You're right, it's my fault." So I take I took the blame. That's one of the strategies. So I, I was putting my energy in that, learning that, versus learning how, learning how to grow a business, versus learning how to succeed in life, versus learning how to uh, take care of my emotions, versus learning how, to, learning how to build a relationship with God, versus learning how to change my, so, my social environment, versus learning how to, how to dominate in my physical. I was learning the wrong things in life. You, you and I both have only 168 hours in a week, 24 hours in a day. 60, out, 60 minutes in, a, in an hour, 60 seconds in a minute. We have the same time. But what is the difference between someone who is succeeding at life and someone who's not with the same amount of time? What is the difference between the two? A homeless guy, a transient, has the same amount of time that someone who is a multi-billionaire. Same amount of time. What is the difference between the two? Okay, what is the difference between the two? That's what you're learning here. These five areas of your life is what will change the outcome of what you create during your life. My grandfather, my grandfather just, just died um, six months ago. Got a phone call, wake up. My uncle called me saying, hey, uh, grandpa's passed away. Okay, 86 years old. Phenomenal man. Taught me so much about work ethic. Wasn't a celebrity. Barely spoke English, taught me everything that I knew on how to be a man. Amazing man. And what I recognize in that situation is that you get to di dictate what your life is, especially after you pass. So what are you going to create with the time frame that you do have? What are you going to do with it? In your, in your 168 hours this week, what are you going to do with it? In your, 20, in your next, 24, 20, next 24 hours, I have a friend uh, who spoke on my stage. I host a national conference called the Progression Conference. Take this event around the country. We do Los Angeles. We'll do Dallas. We'll do Houston, New York, Atlanta. We'll go all around the country where I speak around the country. That's, that's called the Progression Conference. And one of the speakers from the Progression Conference, JC of the Finest, we call him, Justin, Justin Collins, we were doing a Facebook Live. And on the Facebook Live, he mentioned to me, he said, Andy, my, sick, my secret to dominating in life is to win the 24. I said, win the 24? What you talking about, man? What, you, what are you winning? What 24? All right? Win the next 24 hours. That simple. Win the next 24 hours. In this, these five areas, your mental, your spiritual, your social, your environment, the people that you spend your time with, win that, dominate that, and say, hey, you're a negative nobody. I don't want to spend time with you. Is it negative? Is it wrong? That's subjective. What's wrong is you not reaching your potential. That's what's wrong. You not hitting your targets in life. That's wrong. 
that's an unfortunate situation that if you get to the point of life and you and people look at you and say, man, they had an opportunity. You know what I pray to God? I say, God, thank you for this opportunity. It's not even about like for the blessings. Not, it's not thank you for this laptop. Thank you. Some people pray like that. And that's okay if you pray like that. Thank you for this uh, podcast equipment. Thank you for our lights and cameras. Thank you for my team. Like, like yeah, I do that. But really, it's about thank you for this opportunity. Recognizing that you have an opportunity of a lifetime, and each opportunity has a window. What are you going to do with your window? So win the 24, win the next 24 hours. And once you confidently are regularly winning the 24, then what's naturally going to happen is that you'll win the seven, the seven days in a week. And once you consistently win in the seven days, then you'll win the 30, win the 30 days in a month. And once you're consistently winning the 30 days in a month, you consistently win the one, the one year. And recognizing that you may only have 90, 90 ones, you know, 90 opportunities, 90 years. Maybe you have 85. I don't know, maybe you got 30, maybe you got 45, maybe you got 49. Take advantage of an opportunity of a lifetime in the lifetime of the opportunity, recognizing that there's a window of, in, in for every opportunity. So the biggest opportunity that we have now is life. So when you're focusing on these five areas, you're focusing on your mental you're focusing on changing your environment and constantly progressing your environment. I just moved from Los, Los Angeles to Las Vegas. I said, I want to progress my environment. It's not that Los Angeles was, was a bad place. I just wanted it better. I just wanted to progress. I want to write this down, progress daily. I just wanted to change my environment so that way I, as Andy Audate, can progress daily. Los Angeles may be good for other people. may be good for a group of people. But I know for me, Andy Audate, Las Vegas was better. And I'm experiencing those wins every single day. Was I nervous leaving Los Angeles? Of course. Was I uncomfortable? Of course. Write this down. Do it anyways. Completely make a shift. Do it anyways. I'm, I'm meeting powerful people like James. If you come to my office, you're going to meet James. You'll meet Lori. you meet the rest of the faculty and the team. But what does it take? It takes making a decision and action towards it. So make a decision to change your mindset, your mental. Continue listening to content like this. Click subscribe and click that notification bell if you're on YouTube. Click that notification bell so that way you continually subscribe to this content. If you're on Spotify or Apple, click the subscribe button so that way you get the notification when this new content like this comes out. Okay? Change your environment. Change the people you spend your time with. Every three to five years, I want you to do a, a, a social like revamp. Completely change your, your environment every three to five years. And for the people that are progressing with you, Take that journey together. If you're around people who are progressing with you, that are constantly inspiring, inspired, moving forward, take them with you. Go, go on that journey with them. Don't, you don't have to do it by yourself. And completely focus on your higher calling, like what your, your life is, is here for, your spiritual, your relationship with God, your relationship with Buddha, whoever you, you know, whatever entity that, that you believe in, your spiritual calling. Then take care of your emotions. Reactions will produce a certain consequence. Response will produce a certain consequence. Which do you want? The reactions typically never win. Typically, you're always losing when you react. But when you respond intelligently thinking about the consequence, now you can dictate how your life is going. 
Okay? So take care of your emotion. And then your physical. Create a health plan, a health regimen that will allow you to win and progress on a daily basis. Get around the right group of people so that way you can continue to win physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. This is your year. This is your time. Don't wait and don't hesitate. Take action and take action fast. And if you're someone who's ready to take action, what I want you to do, I just want you to go to my last post on my Instagram. Go to Instagram.com slash AndyAudate or search me on Instagram. Instagram, AndyAudate, A-N-D-Y-A-U-D-A-T-E. And I want you to put take action fast. Message me on, on uh, comment on my last post. I listened to the podcast, Andy. Take action fast, and I'm taking action fast. Let me know that you're taking action fast. You're hungry. You're determined to win. Let's win together, baby. I'll see you on the next video.